I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello, my friends. How are you? Sean Ferrick here for Trek Culture uh, again, because there's been quite a lot of me this weekend with all of the news coming out of the Star Trek Universe panels from San Diego Comic-Con. Now, just before we get into our last video, thank you so much to everyone who's liking and subscribing. As you know, at this stage, we're at about 220,000 subscribers and we are aiming to hit 250,000 by Christmas. Now, you can help that happen by liking, by sharing, and by making sure that you hit that subscribe button. Every time you do that, it allows us to make more videos like this where we can bring you news, reach out to the people involved in making these shows as well. So thank you so much to everyone who does that. Don't forget to check out our other videos covering the news from this weekend. We have a video for the teaser that was released for Star Trek Picard Season 3 that showed the character images of what's coming. We also have a breakdown, basically an entire episode of Cetacean Observations for the Star Trek Lower Decks Season 3 trailer. Now don't miss that one because that one is an absolute hoot. For this video, we're going to be discussing Star Trek Strange New Worlds and the news that came out of that panel. The first fun thing to come out of the panel was the fact that it was Paul Wesley's birthday. They brought him out a cake and they sang happy birthday to him. It was just lovely and fun and of course he was immediately upstaged when two actors crashed the panel. Those two actors, who might have seemed a little bit lost from one of the other Star Trek panels, were of course Tony Newsom and Jack Quaid, better known to most of us as Ensign Beckett Mariner and Ensign Brad Boimler. So what were they doing there? They were, they were surely in the wrong show, or so you would think. As Tony Newsom said, she was there just to have some fun and to maybe stress somebody out, which then led to Anson Mount revealing that in the second season of Star Trek Strange New Worlds, there would be a crossover between Strange New Worlds and Lower Decks. Hall H was very confused. There was a lot of applause and a lot of happiness, and everyone was a bit like, what? But live action and animation, what? In an interview that followed the panel with Entertainment Weekly, Anson Mount clarified what we can expect and what he thought versus what he saw when it came to this episode. The first thought he got was that it was going to be a kind of a Roger Rabbit type situation. You would have the live action characters walking around the bridge of the Enterprise and the various decks, surrounded by larger than life versions of Mariner, Boimler just bouncing off and, as Tony Newsom said, stressing everybody out. However, when it was then explained to him how it was going to come about, he said, uh, actually, that's quite clever. 
That works. Initially, it was said that Mariner and Boimler will be appearing in live action or Anson Mount teased. You could see a very buff two-dimensional pike. But actually, no, it's going to be the first one. So it looks like we're going to get live action Mariner and Boimler on the Enterprise. Anson Mount did say that there would still be some animated elements. So whether this is you know, a kind of a wish it hard enough situation or whether it all plays out on the holodeck and is in fact an episode of Lower Decks that just happens to be in Strange New Worlds. We don't know yet, but we will see Tony Newsom and Jack Quaid as their respective characters in live action. In fact, if you remember, those pictures of the main cast of Lower Decks at Mission Chicago in cosplay is proof enough that this episode is going to work so perfectly. I mean, the character designs were clearly based off the actors. It's a perfect, easy way of just styling them together. I mean, I really don't think there's going to be much of a stretch of the imagination to imagine them in live action. So I'm super duper excited for this. It's going to be a fun episode. It's going to be probably season two's take on the Elysian Kingdom in that this will be the comedy one, or even I should say Spock and Muck, I guess. So excited, so excited. As we know, the close of season one brought a deeper understanding inside Pike to his fate. Anson Mount addressed this and said that going into season two, Pike was going to be a bit more rounded and a little bit less consciously trying to avoid his fate, put it that way. He knows that his fate has to happen and he's seen what could happen if he tries to change it. Effectively, everything he's doing now is to save Spock's life. So the questions then turned to, does this change their relationship at all? Ethan Peck might have made a bit of a slip when he said, well, no, we haven't really seen it in the scripts. Oops. But that's more that there was such a relationship already there in season one. They haven't done any massive changes on that going into season two. The talk then changed to Paul Wesley and Ethan Peck because the very last episode of season one, Equality of Mercy, did see a version of the first meeting of Spock and Kirk. What's coming up for them? Now, Spurk, as Paul Wesley affectionately called it, will see the beginnings of, and then eventually deepening of, a relationship between the two. Obviously, their friendship is probably one of the oldest friendships in all of Star Trek. So seeing that in its initial stages is something of a gift to Trekkies who've been following for God, what, nearly 60 years now? Paul Wesley also addressed the process by which he got the role of James T. Kirk. He said it was very straightforward. He was informed that, you know, he was invited to a Zoom call with Akiva Goldsman. And, you know, on this Zoom call, there was a bit of a, you know, you're being considered for a role in Star Trek. It's an important one. The interviewer said, you know, did you say yes on the call? And he said, absolutely, I did. So there wasn't really much of a decision process that went into it, which is probably exactly what I would have done in the same situation, just in case any of the showrunners are, are wondering if, you know, you, you would need much discussion with me to be on the show. Some updates now from the rest of the weekend. Now that the dust has settled a little bit, there's been a lot of chatter on Twitter about the reveals from Star Trek Picard and Star Trek Lower Decks. Now, one thing we can address straight away is that I spent a portion of the season three teaser breakdown thinking that well, maybe the villain who has been confirmed to be a single female villain, I thought maybe this is going to be a blonde villain with pointy ears. This has been shot down by Terry Metalis. However, 
quite interestingly, something was pointed out to me today. My very good friend Albert pointed out that Emily Hampshire, who would be known to a lot of people as Stevie from Schitt's Creek, but also worked with Terry Metalis on his show 12 Monkeys for a long time, tweeted out a picture of, I mean, the body in the background is clearly Picard with a bald-headed emoji over it. Now, what does this mean? This might mean nothing. Or, strong female villain, Terry Metalis did state online that it would be an actor who had not appeared in Star Trek before, which Emily Hampshire would qualify for. We know that there is a lot of references and honouring to Jerry Goldsmith coming up and different iterations of Star Trek. We also know that musician Craig Huxley, who invented the blaster beam, has been working on season three. The blaster beam having been used a lot in Star Trek The Motion Picture. You've got references to Goldsmith, Star Trek The Motion Picture, bald-headed emoji, strong female villain. Are we going to see the return of V'ger? All of this is speculation. Let's find out. William Shatner was interviewed over the weekend where he revealed that there is a new definitive documentary coming about his life in general, something to keep an eye out for. He was shown a clip of Paul Wesley playing the role of James T. Kirk and he was very favourable about the performance. He was then asked what he thought of modern Star Trek iterations and he was less than impressed. Uh, uh, the phrase Gene Roddenberry would be turning in his grave at some of the things that have been happened was said uh, to each their own to each their own. Everyone is allowed an opinion. Everyone is allowed to both enjoy and not enjoy anything that's out there. It's take from that what you will. I can, however, say that there are two more spin-offs that have been confirmed for Star Trek coming up because, of course, there's going to be a gap when Star Trek Picard finishes up. It has been suggested, not confirmed, but suggested that they may be female-led series as well, which I am delighted about. Possibly a Seven of Nine Raffi spin-off, which I would be here for because it would keep us in that era of history. Or it could be something else altogether. Very noticeably absent was any news on the Section 31 spin-off with Michelle Yeoh. This could mean anything, this could mean nothing. You know, shows can be confirmed and then they can sit in development hell for so long. So, no news other than two more coming, possibly female-led remains to be seen. Now, folks, that is everything that we have for you. If there's anything else that you reckon I missed, please drop it into the comments below. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Remember, you can catch us over on Twitter, at TrekCulture. You can catch myself, at Sean Ferrick, on all the various socials as well. Until I see you again, make sure you look after yourselves. Make sure that you live long and prosper. Have the most wonderful of times until I see you again. Make it so. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.